Hi, my friends, and welcome to How About a Story, where I read my favorite stories to you. I have always loved storytellers, from my mom reading bedtime stories to us as kids, to a really good DM running an epic Dungeons and Dragons campaign, or to a wonderful podcaster taking us all down a rabbit hole through time and space. What's really exciting about living in the future is that we all get the opportunity to explore each other's imaginations. With the invention of YouTube and Instagram and podcasting, people these days are able to manifest their realities. In this podcast, I'm taking you listeners down a journey through stories written by fabulous humans. I didn't write these stories, but I am sharing with you how I hear them in my brain. Now, this next story is about the unlikely friendship between a wily rabbit and a very determined tiger. This takes place in the wilderness of Puerto Rico. So let's cozy up and enter into Pura Belpri's world of words. Here is the tiger and the rabbit. Long, long ago, all the animals were friends and lived at peace with one another. Except the tiger, for the tiger had promised himself to eat small animals, especially the rabbit, if he ever crossed his path. But the rabbit was very clever and known for his quick wit. He knew that the tiger wanted to eat him, and though he considered the beast stupid, clumsy, and a fool, he managed to keep away from his path and thus avoid trouble. But this was not always possible since both of them liked to roam about. One day when the tiger was bringing home a coil of rope, he met the rabbit resting under the shade of a tamarind tree. The tiger dropped the rope and rushing to the rabbit said, Today you shall not escape me. I will eat you up. The little rabbit was at once on the alert but answered calmly. Well, you might as well. I've been trying to die. For if you knew what is going to happen, you wouldn't care to live either. Eat me up and be done with it. But you, I'm sorry. Sorry. Eager as the tiger had been to eat the rabbit, the fear of what was going to happen got the better of him and the idea of saving himself was foremost in his mind. The rabbit saw his confusion and waited patiently for the question he was sure would come. What is going to happen? The tiger answered. Why, haven't you heard? Answered the rabbit. A terrible hurricane's coming on, stronger than anyone we have ever had. Now, there was nothing the tiger feared more than hurricanes. He shivered at the thought of the howling of the wind, the crashing of trees, and the downpour of rain. Little rabbit, he said, what am I to do? You are small, that you can hide anywhere. You are so light on your legs 
that you could run miles away. But what about me? Help me, please. The rabbit remembered the rope the tiger was carrying home and looked up at the large tamarind tree under which he stood. A plan came to his mind. There's only one thing, he said. Only one thing to do. I must tie you to this tree. It has stood several hurricanes and will no doubt stand this one too. Oh, tie me quick, answered the tiger. So the rabbit tied him with the coil of rope and firmly wound the rope around the thick trunk of the tamarind tree. Then he climbed up into the tree so that he could watch the tiger. Pretty soon, a number of small goats passed by. And when they saw the tiger stretched on the grass firmly tied to the tamarind tree, they bleated for joy. <laughs> you wouldn't bleat so happily, said the tiger, if you knew what is going to happen. Asked the little goat, who for the first time found themselves speaking to the tiger. A terrible hurricane is coming on, stronger than anyone we have ever had, he said. <laughs> Laughed the goats. <laughs> A hurricane? Indeed. <laughs> we come from all up and down the mountain path and from the green pastures on the hills. And nowhere have we heard such news. There's no hurricane oh, coming. There's been no news. Gone were the tiger's fears, and at once he noticed how fat the little goats were and what a tasteful morsel each one would make. <gasps> Untie me, please. He pleaded. But the little goats scampered away to tell the other animals that for once they could rejoice, free of care, for the tiger was tied firmly to a tamarind tree. The tiger wiggled and wiggled and tried in vain to free himself. Up in the tree, the little rabbit was enjoying the sight below. Just then, a monkey swung down from a tree nearby. When he saw the tiger, he let out a screech that brought down a large number of his friends. Untie me, please, pleaded the tiger again. <laughs> if we do, you will eat us up, answered the monkeys. But the tiger promised not to eat them up and the monkeys began to work on the ropes. They gnawed at the knots until little by little, they finished the work and set him free. No sooner done, the tiger turned upon them, clawing and biting the poor monkeys who were taken by surprise. They began to jump, screeching with all their might. Some ran wildly through the forest, while others climbed to the nearby trees. All but one escaped, and the tiger now turned fiercely upon him. Just then, the rabbit called down, Tiger, 
anyone eats a monkey. I certainly wouldn't do it that way. <sighs> How would you do it? He called back. I would throw the monkey up and catch it in my mouth, answered the rabbit. That's easy enough, said the tiger. So he threw the monkey up in the air, but his aim was so poor that he threw him right on the branches of a tree. He stood with his mouth wide open, waiting for the monkey to drop. The rabbit then shook a branch of the tamarind tree and down dropped a large number of tamarind pods right into the tiger's mouth. Poor Tiger, half choking and shaking his head to free his mouth of the fruit, he ran through the forest, vowing more than ever that he would eat up the rabbit the very next time he met him. Time passed, and for a long time, the rabbit avoided the tiger. One morning, when he was sitting on a rock near the lagoon, a peasant rode by on his horse. He was on his way to market, the saddlebags filled with guava paste and fresh goat cheese. The rabbit noticed that the leaves covering the saddlebags were parched and dry. He could smell the fresh cheese and his mouth watered as he thought of the round, delicate morsels neatly wrapped in leaves resting at the bottom of the bags. Coming near the stone where the rabbit sat, the peasant stopped his horse. Market is a long way yet, said the rabbit. Already the leaves covering your cheese are dry. I know some nice green leaves which will hold the moisture until you reach the market. They will keep the cheese fresh and cool. I will bring you some leaves if you let me have two of your cheeses. Now the peasant had been riding for a long time, and the sun had been hot. It was cool by the lagoon. He looked at the saddlebags and noticed also how the sun had dried out the leaves covering his merchandise. So he agreed to the rabbit's offer. Off scampered the rabbit away into the woods and was soon back with tender green leaves, which the peasant was glad to have in exchange for two cheeses. After a while, he was gone, leaving the rabbit with his treasure. The rabbit had not been eating long when who should appear but the tiger. <laughs> he cried. Today, I will eat you up. Of course you will. But first, do have a taste of this delicious cheese, answered the rabbit. It is wonderful, said the tiger. Where did you get it? Oh, answered the rabbit. From the bottom of the lagoon. See, I have another one here. And he showed him the other remaining cheese, which he had carefully wrapped up in leaves. How, how did you get them? Asked the tiger forgetting his threat to eat up the rabbit. I tied two stones on my legs and jumped into the lagoon. It's full of cheeses. Then I will do the same, said the tiger, looking around for some stones large enough for him. Well, I'll be running along. 
said the rabbit. Please leave some of the cheeses for me. I will take another dive tomorrow. <laughs> and he laughed, chuckling to himself. The tiger tied four large stones to his legs and jumped into the water. He swallowed mouthfuls of water as he sank deeper and deeper. He looked around carefully, but nowhere did he see the delicious cheeses which the rabbit said were there. He realized then that the rabbit had fooled him again. He felt the current pulling him. It carried him down and finally threw him into a place full of branches and cattails. He cried, but no one heard him. He tugged at one of the branches. It was firmly rooted and he was able to pull himself up. He shook his big head and sat down and let the sun dry his fur. I will eat up that rabbit, he said to himself, the very next time I see him. For days he looked for the rabbit, but he could not find him anywhere. Long after his adventure with the tiger, the rabbit paid a visit to his friend, the fox and the conversation fell on the subject of the tiger. The fox was a great admirer of the tiger and thought he was very clever and intelligent. He said the tiger could do anything he wanted. Nothing ever stood in his way. The rabbit, who knew better, began to laugh. <laughs> uh, he is a fool. That's what he is. He said. A big fool. Why, he is such a fool that he lets himself be used as a horse by his friends. Nah, I don't believe it, said the fox. Mm, I'll prove it to you, answered the rabbit. And when I do, I hope you will be at your door to answer my greeting. Time went on and the fox forgot the rabbit's foolish talk. One Sunday, he decided to invite some of his friends for a feast. He prepared special things to eat, but was discouraged because he had not been able to get music for entertainment. Just then, the tiger arrived and wishing to help him, offered to bring the best guitarist he could find. It so happened that the rabbit was the best guitarist in the place and the only one available. So the tiger decided to look him up. He came to the rabbit's door and knocked. Who is there? Asked the rabbit. It's the tiger. I have come to get you to play at the fox's feast. Go away, answered the rabbit. I'm sick and cannot go. Why, you must answered the tiger. There is no one to play, and I have promised the music. Aha! thought the rabbit. This is my chance. If you come, said the tiger, I won't ever try to eat you up. I promise. The rabbit wrapped a handkerchief around his head, 
and leaning on a cane, opened the door. I cannot walk, as you can see, he said. Well, I will carry you on my back, offered the tiger, who did not want to disappoint his friend, the fox. The rabbit climbed on his back, but no sooner did he climb when he slid down. Uh-oh, he cried. I can't sit on your back unless I have a blanket. All right, said the tiger. Put it on my back. After that, the rabbit climbed on again. But no sooner was he on, when down tumbled the blanket and the rabbit with it. Uh, oh! He cried again. I can't sit on a blanket unless I have a saddle. Now, I have a little one here. All right. All right, said the tiger. Bring it out, but only hurry, hurry. Along with the saddle came a bridle and a pair of spurs. When the rabbit finished harnessing the tiger, he limped into the house again and came out with his small guitar. Pretending he was very sick, he took some time to climb on the tiger's back, groaning feebly. <sighs> Let's go, tiger. He said, at last, picking up the reins. On trotted the tiger, and pretty soon they came into view of the fox's home. The rabbit quickly cast off the handkerchief from his head and set the spurs to the tiger's flanks. Up went the tiger's legs, he reared like a horse and sped along past the trees and the shrubs and finally past the fox's house. Adios! Goodbye, fox! called the rabbit as he sped by. Great was the fox's surprise as he recognized the rabbit on the tiger's back. Like a flash, the rabbit's promise came to his mind. The rabbit was correct. The tiger is a fool. A great fool, said the fox. By the time the rabbit came back, and now stood at the door, laughing, and the tiger followed him. Fox! Rabbit called. I did prove it to you, didn't I? That day he played better than ever. And now the tiger, realizing how clever the rabbit was, before the feast ended, they became the best of friends. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I'm Isaura. All of today's music was snagged off of YouTube Audio Library. We got Retreat by Jason Fornham and Mi Borinquen by Doug Maxwell and Jimmy Fontanez. Special thanks goes out to my audio support team, Jason Showered and Johnny Reyes. They are teaching me the ropes on the fly as I learn how to navigate through this podcast life. So thank you guys. Again, this was The Tiger and the Rabbit by Pura Belpri. Until next time, my friends. Bye.